At least these kids don't have to face the disappointing reality that is adulthood. I'm Justin. Yeah, I remember some blood spots on the tracksuits, but it wasn't from a stabbing, if you know what I mean. Now, I'm Sam. Way to make the catch, Ralph. I'm Jackie. This is graduation day on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. Uh, we got a Jackie pick this week, a slasher from 1981, uh, a, a trauma film release. I'm guessing you probably are going to have some information about that, Sam, uh, called Graduation Day. Uh, so let's get into it. Samuel, What uh, what's the story here? I don't really know how Kaufman and Kurtz get their name on this. To be honest, it doesn't make any sense. I imagine they bought it after, well after it was released. They had to have gotten in at some point, maybe with film prints. I'm not sure. But the thing is, this is an L.A. movie and they're New York guys. Right. So it's a it's a weird connection. A lot of times they buy them for VHS. But the original VHS release of this was Columbia because it made so much of the theater. OK, so. The interesting thing about this movie is that it made $24 million against a $250,000 budget. Wow. Wowie, wow, wow. That is, that, I mean, that might be the biggest success story we've ever had on this show. Yeah. Holy shit. It also did it at a time when the film critics in the United States had united against the slasher genre. Mm -hmm. They refused to review them or give them any advertising whatsoever. So basically they, the film critics were trying to kill the genre subgenre because they were tired of it. Right. Because fi five out of every six movies that was coming out after Halloween was a slasher, a themed slasher. Nonetheless. Yes. And they were all garbage and they're right. right. But it, you can't do that. And I think it's one of the only times the critics associations really ever try to do something like that because mm -hmm. People watch the shit and assholes make the shit. You can only turn your nose to it so much if you want to make money writing about the shit. Yeah, but it's also probably harder. Like, I mean, let's face it. If we had to do if our podcast was just about slasher movies, we would get tired of saying the same things over and over and over again. I feel like the rejuvenated our horror of early 2000s was every bit as saturated as yeah. this moment and i like blair witch and ring clones and shit like that my god you couldn't go anywhere without five of them falling on your head yeah but at least it they was were, awful at least they weren't all the same formula other than you know the the cat in the closet uh jump scares uh, that's the only formula those had was yeah, some so. really bad visual effects and a bunch of fucking stings. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad They're we're not shit. reviewing those. <laughs> They're shit. 
I I'm going couldn't to- do it. I couldn't watch them. Everybody wanted to watch everyone like, oh, let's watch that one looks scary too. We're like, it's the same shit. God damn it. <laughs> I'm with Sam. The Blair Ridge Project just fucking pissed me off. And then after that, everybody was on this bandwagon for it. And I'm like, no. And we had a like 10 years of shaky camera movies. Yeah. The 10 years. I mean, it's still like, it's still, it's still a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's still a problem. Yeah. Any idiot with a GoPro now can make a spooky movie. Well, well, the real problem is, is that most theater goers love that shit. They love this shit. They loved Halloween. They loved all the shit. They're like, give me the shit. We love it. <laughs> so anyway, I want more shit. I want more shit. And uh, the, this slasher shit lasted till fuck 90 or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, the. How would this make any money at a time when the film critics are united to get every one of these things to tank so that the producers will be like, oh, I guess we just can't make these anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the actual financing, this is where I'm wondering how Troma has any involvement with this at all, is that the producer, David Bond, and uh, director who was making his second appearance this this week, uh, Freed. Yeah, it is Herb Freed who did Tommy Boy. So, Freed and Bond have secured their financing primarily through uh, owners of theater chains, okay. strategically, because it's not just it's it's sort of known at this point. Like the it's on between if you're making a slasher movie, you're either going to hit it big or you're not because it's now a rocky road, but. There's like a gold rush. And so they secure their financing through these theater owners specifically so that those guys will have to play the trailer for it. Oh, okay. All right. Because that's the only advertising it's going to get. Yeah. So because of that, it's first weekend, it's only on 14 screens and it makes $98,000 on 14 screens. Okay. At which point they're like, well, it's double that. And then it does better. And then they just keep going and going and going until it ends up making 15 cities at a time. And it does 24 million. What's even more interesting about the 24 million is it did it on the West Coast because the East Coast film credits critics said, still, fuck you. And they didn't have any. Uh, they weren't in the pockets of any theater owner, so they couldn't get the trailer played on the East Coast. So virtually no one on the East Coast watched this movie until it came out on VHS. Okay. Huh. That's well, that's even more impressive. Maybe it would have done 48 if the entire United States could have watched it. It may be. You're even 70 million. Who knows? The East Coast is pretty populated versus the West. That's true. Either way, that's a... I mean, that's 24 million, despite its budget... Is a lot of money for 1981 movies. I mean, that's a lot of money for a 1981 movie. This is a very, this is one of the most hugely financially successful films ever. Right. And Uh, I don't see how it's possible because it sucks so bad. It's giving them what they want. I guess. Which is. I don't know, man. I thought it was super boring. How Lene Quigley shows up is the original actress who is in some of the slow motion footage. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't take her top off when it came down to it. Sure. So they just ditched her footage and brought in like an a Quigley 
She claims that this is her big break. I don't think it is. I think she likes to claim that this is her big break because she doesn't want to draw attention to what was her big break, which was the Charles and Albert Band production auditions. One of the reasons why you wouldn't want to draw attention to that as being your breakout performances, even though she was 21, she was playing a 15 year old that was doing an audition nude for pornography films. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, that one steer away from. (laughs) Yep, I could see that. Okay. Uh, does, what, what's Vanna White say? Does she like, oh, I did a graduation day. <laughs> she doesn't probably say anything about this movie. She doesn't remember. <laughs> she Well, she has to. So uh, the the lead, the, the gym teacher, Christopher George, uh-huh. is apparently her uncle. Okay. Like, sort of. It's like her mom's best friend that she calls him Uncle uh, Christopher or whatever, but oh. they're not really related. Uh-huh. Either way, he got her into acting, and so he got her a part on this movie and this year in 1981 and she does looker and this movie really her first two major like this is her most largest role because she just gets a bit part i think only one line in looker right and then the next year is when her and pat say jack in 1982 take over uh wheel of fortune from chuck woolery and susan strafford so this is her biggest role. This is her launch pad to success. There was this and then pretty much wheel. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, I mean, she I did some that. episodes. I think she was on the lots for a few days before. And then she was because the game shows are so fake, right? Right. Even the ones that you aren't supposed to be fake. Most of the people there are just lot actors uh-huh. participating in the game show. And she uh, almost made it on to The Price is Right. Okay. As well. But ultimately, she gets the job as Vanna White. Right. Because it was called something else before that, but now you just call it Vanna White. Churner, letter Churner lady. Co-hostess. I don't remember what they call the, the stage. <laughs> the legs. Yeah. That's I what they called them in the 70s. something to say about that. Hey, hey, who's the, who's the new legs here? <laughs> Get those legs over here. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of other act like pretty much everybody except for the gymnast who is a real gymnast mm-hmm. made it in acting that's in this fucking movie because of how well it did. Yeah. Okay. Well, sweet. Uh, are we ready to get into it or you got something else? No, that's about anything else will be more mentioned when we're talking about it. Okay. Uh, Jackie, you got any final things you want to talk about before we do this? Uh, the love interest guy, Kev- tr- Kevin, Kevin looks like he's 45, right? Yeah. He's no spring chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how old are you supposed to be? Like 18. <laughs> right? mm, you look older than the older sister in this movie. He, buddy. Lo- he looks like Mickey Dolan's did at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. It was not. Why him? Ugh. Cause he was there. All right. Well, whatever. I mean, would it, would it have made a difference if he was a dreamboat? Yeah. If he was John Depp. No. Okay. So there you go. No, because he would have acted like some kind of opiumoid pirate. (laughs) And then I would have been like, there's no way you could have killed somebody, opioid Johnny. (laughs) Like, you can't even stand up straight, let alone hold the sword. Yeah. That's how he did it in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Opioid Johnny. (laughs) Opioid Johnny. He's probably not an opioid guy, and I'm over here like, he's always riding the dragon. All right. Well, thanks for uh, your. 
dissing of Kevin. I mean, that's, you know, you know, kind of mean. Poor Kevin. He didn't have a choice looking like he was 40, you know. Some people are just born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh-huh. All right, so the whole movie starts out with not having any idea what track and field in high school is actually like. <laughs> because there is throngs of fan like this is the fucking o- University of Oklahoma's football game and Sam and I were in track in high school and guess what the only fans are other track people <laughs> they don't open the bleachers to fans no it's not even an, an event that you go to there's there's literally so many track people at a track meet that they can't deal with organizing the bleachers, even if people cared, which they don't. Right. Because it's not like they're lined up on the fence like, if only they'd let us in to see track. <laughs> they're not there because no. no one wants to watch track in high school. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, in fact, most people don't want to be in track in high school, even people that are on the track team. You're not really there for the tracking. You're there mostly because it was really easy to, like, you don't have to go to class, and for the most part, you don't do anything when you go to a track meet. You sit around and sit around and sit around and wait for your, your event. Then you do that event and then sit around waiting for everybody else's events to get over. So you're skipping class for an entire day. It's it's school-sanctioned skipping. It is school-sanctioned sca- skipping. You get to hang out with girls from other schools. Uh-huh. It's it's a social... It's an event for for gossip and things like it's not really sports no it's not even though it requires like 10 seconds of the most athleticism ever but that's the problem is that after a track meet you can you're only allowed to do four events and if you do all four events let's say even if you had like a distance run that you spent all day not at school and you played sports for about a minute and 10 seconds (laughs) right uh, I also like that at the same time as, as track is taking place, apparently gymnastics are taking place as well. Uh, now, Sam and I were not in gymnastics in high school. <laughs> they didn't even have it where no. we were at. And I can only do a somersault. Uh, I can't do a handspring <laughs> or a cartwheel. There was a thing every year in PE where they're like tumbling. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Why? Is this just to like... Weed out the ones that are going to break their necks because most of us can't do this shit. <laughs> it's calling. Uh, Jackie, now you went to a much bigger high school than Sam and I did. Uh, did you have gymnastics at your school? No. Okay. But we had tumbling day. <laughs> and I went to it because I thought, they're not going to make me do shit, right? I'm right. Gonna... It was floor routine tumbling. Uh-huh. So I just was like, and the guy was like, gym teacher was like, you need to do a roll or a back handspring or something. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to dance across from corner to corner. <laughs> and he was like, jazz hands, no, jazz you're, hands. You're not going to get exactly. <laughs> and I was thinking I was doing great. You know, a couple of little turns, you know, and then some posing. <laughs> and uh, that's all I wanted to do. You're voguing. And he's yeah. like, no, voguing is not allowed in tumbling. Yeah. And he's like, you need to do a flip or a roll. And I'm like, no. And <laughs> this is my floor routine. Yeah. yeah and he was like, like, listen, motherfucker, you need to understand art when you see it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly, Sam. I was just like, no, I'm not doing any of that shit. And then he's like, well, if you don't do some kind of tumbling, then I'm not going to give you credit for the day. And I'm like, fine. So I tried to do a cartwheel and I ended up kicking him in the face. Nice. Nice. <laughs> On accident. What you get, motherfucker. 
because my I wasn't doing it right, and I kind of fell over and just kind of kicked him in the head. I was like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. Um. So you didn't have gymnastics. I didn't. I don't. I don't know if gymnastics are a thing really in high school. Like they don't seem like they're a, a thing where you have the they're, parallel bars. And if even if you do, I don't think that they take place at the same time as track. I I think big big school like. Uh, the colleges, don't they do gymnastics in, like, the winter? Yeah, gymnastics is at the same time as basketball. Yeah, there you go. So, um, unclear here. But anyways. Well, there's also later on in the movie, the guy gets his football gear on, and it's right? spring. It's like, that's a fall sport. Yeah. You're stupid. You're stupid. Um, Not to mention it doesn't fit him, so who did he really steal that from? Right. Like, he borrowed it from Gary. Ralph borrowed that from Gary, so he could be like, the girls are really going to dig this. This is my one and only opportunity before graduation for me to wear a football uniform. Because mm. I'm not. Maybe good that's at what it. he is. Maybe he's not even on the team. Yeah. Because okay. he was on the track team. Right. Which leads me to believe that if you're not a runner for the football team, you know, he was too small. He'd get knocked down a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's uh, also it- talk about that. There's only six people on this track team. I was going to bring that up as well. There's We were at a small school, and we had three times as many people on our track we team, gradu- and we were we a had, small school. We had 20 people graduate in our class, and uh, like we had like 30 on the track team. Yeah, they have... There's no understanding of sports at any level by the filmmakers, well, or it, that, you know, 47-year-old men can't be on the track team. Right. <laughs> well, either way, Laura is their big shining star. She's, a, she's a, I believe, a distance runner of some sort. Maybe she's running the 400. I don't know. Uh, but she's coming in, and she looks like she's not moving very fast. Uh, but she's putting all her guts on the line, and she's going to win that trophy and break the record, or I don't know what the fuck is happening, but she is the winner, but she's dead. She dies because she ran a 130 seconds. <laughs> That's what happened in this scene here. Okay. <laughs> An average high school student that runs this event, a, a, man, a boy would run it in about 12 seconds, and a girl would be about 14. Right. Uh, so that's right, because I've seen her run, and she runs slower than a frozen piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she died from uh, a, a blood clot, I guess, is, is what they're claiming. She died from being too slow. <laughs> yeah, but she beat everybody else. So how slow were they? <laughs> they were just walking. They were just like walking it like a warm up. Wasn't even really the race. I'm the winner. Uh, that event doesn't start for another half hour. <laughs> the oh. two people, they get to run, run. It's like, grab somebody else. Right. This is the worst runner. And oh, the, this awful. part, like, oh, we have to have her for the part because she's playing. She's dead for most of the movie. The only thing that she has to do is not look like a fucking idiot running. And that's <laughs> all that happened. I thought they were going to go with the anorexic, you know, tried to lose too much weight to make herself lighter so Mm -hmm. she could be faster. That Mm -hmm. This whole thing was going to come out. Nope. Just a blood clot. Just a blood clot. Like, what are you doing? Just sitting around eating chips all day? And then you're Mm -hmm. like, physical exertion. I'm doing this. You know, that's what killed Elvis, too. Yeah, that's true. He went out to play uh, racquetball 
And then he was like, oh, physical exertion. I'm getting back in shape. And then he went and sat on the toilet, strained too much, and died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could True have story, been all folks. of the drugs that were in him at that point, too. Well, he also had a track coach yelling at him to push harder. 30 seconds! Just 30 seconds! Push harder! Push! Run, you piece of shit! Run! <laughs> but it wasn't died. in the sports. It was actually just forcing him to eat the barbiturates faster. <laughs> Lace it with peanut butter and bananas. Push. Um, okay, so a couple weeks go by, and uh, her sister, her older sister Anne, is coming back into town from uh, the. Uh, she's in the navy, I guess, and and she's been stationed in Guam, or I don't know what the hell. Uh, but she's back into town because her sister died. But it doesn't seem like she's here because she's going to a funeral or anything like that. Instead, she's going to graduation day, the ceremony, to get a trophy and some yeah. insurance. Exactly. So, one, why does this kid have an life insurance policy? Right? Uh, two, I guess they just skip the funeral and they're going to two-for-one it with graduation. And here's your trophy. Thanks. That you get at the end of the track meet, not at the end of the school year. Right. I, and it's not ex- even a trophy. It's a fucking medal. I accept this trophy in the name of my dead sister who won this trophy. I'll take it home and put it on. Like, what the fuck? No. I, uh, you don't want that trophy. Like, oh, yeah. I, that's why I'm here. So I can get a goddamn fuck off with this trophy, dude. This is going to end up at a thrift store in like six months. I think she actually came home uh, because she missed her family. <laughs> Right? I mean, her family is really cool. <laughs> I This was one of the funny... I laughed for about five minutes when her mom says something to Ron. And Ron, she's like, look, Ron, so-and-so's home. And he's like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> he just yeah. fucking walks past her. And I'm like, whoa, that really just fucking happened. Ron is a dick. Ron's a real <laughs> bastard. I mean... Top 10 all-time worst stepfathers ever. His other good one-liner was, I don't know what the fuck you're doing here. You're just here for the insurance money. Yeah. Uh, why is, wait, insurance? When you have such a fine performing athlete as the girl we saw running (laughs) at walking speed, you have to put some money out on that insurance-wise. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's your cash cow. It's like LeBron James's body insurance. Yeah, she needed that same thing. You saw her run. Uh huh. <laughs> my other favorite dad line was, uh, "Betty, where's my vodka?" Right, <laughs> coming. Um, so Anne gets dropped off by this hitchhiker or this driver. She hitchhike, I guess, with this trucker guy who tries to sexually assault her. Why what? did you do this? You, I mean. You've never heard of a cab or a train or a plane or anything like that. She just hitchhiked from Guam. <laughs> Why not? Also, That's... this driver, what is he wearing? I missed it. What What was he wearing? So he's got like a purple t-shirt on, but then he has like this thing tied around his neck. Oh, yeah, right. Like, just some fabric. Uh-huh. And you're like, what are you doing with that? Isn't that your snot rag? Yeah, probably. Because back right. then in the 80s, you know, people had handkerchiefs, right? Mm-hmm. That they kept in their back pockets. Like, why are you wearing that on your neck? Are you showing off your booger collection? It's it's quick. He can just push his face down into his chest and just 
shoot boogers out his nose. I guess. Yeah, it's efficient. When you're when you got both hands on the wheel, Jackie, you don't have time to to reach into your back pocket and pick your nose with your finger <laughs> through a piece of cloth. Well, maybe he should let Jesus take the wheel. That was a joke about a song. Mm, I don't like it. Um, so she sees a, this teen jogger, one of the track team people, jogging into the park, and she's like, let me off here. So I guess she can just stare at this person running into the park, and then she's going to walk home because she doesn't do anything in this scene. She's just like, I let me off here. I'm curious about this, this jogging into the park thing is going to go. She doesn't do anything in this scene versus all the other stuff oh, right, she right, does. Right. <laughs> she does this in virtually every scene. She just like observes. Uh-huh, she uh-huh. is a reason to have a couple of handheld point of view shots. That's it. Yeah. And anyways, this this jogger jogs for a very long time uh, and then ends up getting dead by by our, our killer, the, the stopwatch killer. Let's call him that. Okay. Sure. Slits her throat. Camera then pans from the stopwatch, not to the victim, but what we knew her best by just her butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you right? notice that? Not- that like the first four shots of her are just her butt running. Yep. And then it's like they knew we're gonna show you the only the only way they really recognize who's dead here is if we just put this butt back on screen because you didn't really see any other parts of her very much. So farewell, sweet butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I laughed pretty hard at that. I was like, really? So Anne makes it home. We meet Ron. We meet mom. Uh, She goes upstairs because she's got to stay in her dead sister's room because Ron's turned her room into a dark room. (laughs) She's like, he's a really good photographer. And no, that's not what I mean by dark room. Oh, just where he just fucking drinks vodka until he starts punching people. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that he was going to put on a belt around his neck and then uh, masturbate until he uh, while asphyxiating. That's Thursday. <laughs> OK. All right. <laughs> um, so she goes upstairs um, and uh, Ron comes in, starts flipping her shit. And uh She's like, fuck off, Ron. But then we look inside her luggage and she's got a gray track shoot suit and some black gloves. Is she the killer? I don't know, but Ron doesn't think too highly of her. He calls her a bitch. She was mm-hmm. a bitch when she left. And he's like, I ought to beat you up. And she was like, go ahead and try it. I'm in the Navy. I learned a few things. And then he immediately backs off because he realizes that he's too drunk and there's three of her. <laughs> and she <laughs> has been in the Navy. But she's only an ensign, and that's the that's the I thought lowest ensign rank. is no. I thought ensign is uh, that's the lowest of the commissioned officers. Commissioned officers, yeah, right. So you're not you're not low man on the totem pole in the entire navy, but you're low man on the totem pole when it comes to barking orders. Mm, okay, and getting paid. Yeah, I think right. mate is the lowest. Toilet guy, Swabby. <laughs> uh, yeah, my 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 maritime ranks are more uncurrent than current. I, I, I probably know more terms from like piracy. I bet you, I bet you, scurvy face is probably pretty low. 
Um, onion peeler. That would be a sucky job. Well, yeah, but onion peeler is definitely higher up than scurvy face. That's true. Rickets. Yeah. R- 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 <laughs> Rickety crickets. Yeah, Rickety crickets. Uh, you're not doing good in the Navy if you're. What's your rank, sir? Rickety crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we this later Sally, uh, she's walking down the park path. And uh, she gets stopped by uh, Anne, who's being super creepy and like, you look like my sister. You got pretty eyes and a necklace. And why am I being weird in this scene? To Because it's a goddamn red herring. Because everything has to be a fucking red herring in these goddamn formulaic slashers. Also, his house is weird. Whose? Jason. Isn't that where she's at now? No. No, she's in the park. Dude. Oh, she's making her way to the auditorium. Yeah. So that she can go practice getting her sister's trophy because walking on a stage and saying thank you and taking a trophy is fucking hard. Right. And so there she gets introduced to the the class and they're like, oh, oh, wow. And they all want to meet her. But she's like, Kevin, Kevin, I want to talk to you. And he's like, come by my house later. I'm 40. And uh, he says, well, okay." Talk to me after school. And then he just bails. Right. And you're like, isn't this after school? No shit. <laughs> like, this seems like it's the last, the least important thing that would happen in the day and that you'd do it last. <laughs> right. And I'm just saying, gentlemen, I don't know about you guys, but we did not have this like pre-practice graduation ceremony. No, I don't think we did either. Uh, where we had we to did dress a dry up. run. Oh, we did a dry run. Okay. We did a dry run. Yeah. We, we weren't dressed that. up, though. Yeah, we, we we didn't do that. We were nude, because well, it didn't stay a dry run for very long. Hey, oh, uh-huh. there was a lot of pomp and circumstance on that gym floor that night. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay, so she goes over to Kevin's house, and Kevin's house is pretty weird. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's very uh, much like the moratorium in uh, Phantasm. Like maybe don't be here. You can't walk up the stairs because there's a log statue on the stairs. Of a naked dude. A naked dude log statue that is blocking the stairs. Right. My favorite was that he had a wiener, but no balls. <laughs> he didn't really. He just had like a a pelvis well, cone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he's got a book, a photo album on the counter of the shots of her dying, Laura dying. Like that's the race from the beginning of the movie. Right. As she croaks, he's like, yeah, I really loved her. We were going to, we were really a happy couple. You have pictures of the, at the moment of her death on your counter. Well, the internet has pictures of Marilyn Monroe at the moment of her death. Okay. Just saying it's interesting. It's not, it's fucking like, what about this guy? Kevin's the guy. I mean, the movie screams it right in our face from the very beginning. God damn it. Well, that and he's 45. And he's 45. <laughs> That's how I pegged him. I was like, that kid is not a high school student. And so Anne's like, oh, well, I just stopped by to give you this necklace. Bye. And it's not even a necklace. It's a track metal on a necklace. And you're like, wow, that's a shitty track metal. 
The person that you were going to give that to is glad she's dead because she gets better ones than that every time she runs slowly, apparently. (laughs) Well, you know, she did have to pick it up in Guam. It was limited selection. Yeah. What the, I mean, like, this scene is so, doesn't matter at all other than to be like, oh, it's Kevin. It's like, God damn it, you don't accelerate the plot. Stop it, you stupid formulaic slashers. Uh, anyway, so back at school, uh, uh, Sally, I'm going to call her Sally. Uh, she's, uh, she's getting into a leotard while wearing undies. I don't think that's how leotards work. Yeah, I don't know. I am under the impression that you know you do not have underwears on with your leotard. Yeah, they'd like flop out the sides, and or you'd have like a like a weird butt, you know, because you got fabric on top of fabric. Maybe, maybe because leotards are so skin tight, and you're a teenager, you know, you got to put something down there to prevent a little toe, a little moose knuckle, you know. They would wear at Boise State. Uh, they had like a whole under onesie under the main onesie. And I think they were probably had sports underwear underneath that. Oh, so they're 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 packing a lot of layers. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's all thin layers, but and it's all compression stuff too. Yeah, like all of it was compression gear. So you gotta you gotta keep your parts in. You know, you don't want to be up on the high beams and have you know your butt come out or you know your. Yes, this did not seem like a compression leotard at all. <laughs> this seemed like a. Well, now she's gonna go flip around on the bars, and we're gonna get to see her boobies again. Right. We uh one year had to cho- change the position of the camera on the vault when I was taping gymnastics in, at VSU because somebody was doing a wide leg tum like fly through the air deal and uh yep there it is there it is in slow motion that's a vagina <laughs> oh my god we can't put that on TV yeah fortunately <laughs> it's not like it was live it was like yeah we're gonna have to but then what the problem was is that. The coaches always want all of your footage just in case you got something that their people didn't get. Right. And so it's like, oh, I know that I'm going to hear about this on Monday. And sure enough, like first thing Monday morning, like, well, you got to get that camera in a different spot. Let's. Like, uh, yes, uh, I know. It seems like she didn't have a very good performance there, Craig. Let's go back to the tape and see what happened. Oh, <laughs> she had a vagina slip. <laughs> All right, so she is in the bathroom. She's getting stalked by our killer, but these other two girls come in and, and Vanna chase them White, off. yeah, Vanna White and Cindy, I guess, whoever the other one is. Yeah, who the other one's nobody. But this is. It took me like three tries to figure out this was Vanna White, right? Yeah, I didn't realize it was her until they find the dead body mm-hmm. together, her and her friend. Because then you get a full-on shot of her face, and you're like, "Shit, that is Vanna White." And then so, she gets to do some acting, and it sucks. You're like, wow, Ben, why are you shitty? Yeah. Yeah. You are shitty. Let, let's just be realistic here. This whole in the locker room conversation, I couldn't even tell you what it was about. It was fucking dumb. Oh, their dialogue was so awful. It was like, that door just opened. No, it didn't. You're crazy. You know what? You just made me pee my pants, but I didn't pee my pants. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Okay, teenage girls. Um, The coach... Uh, our coach, Coach Michaels, uh, Coach George Michaels. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, who is works in the wood room? Oh, come on, man! Come on, it was there for the taking. Mm-hmm. Wood shop. Yeah, wieners. <laughs> Wham! Uh, 
he wants her to do a full routine for the newspaper guy that's there. And she's like, I don't want it. And he's like, you'll do it. Push harder. And uh, so she does it. She falls on her ass again. And she runs into the bathroom embarrassed or, or stressed out or whatever. And the newspaper guy's like, fuck, man. What the fuck is going on in this high school? Maybe I should report on this gym teacher who's fucking licking his dick. lips and leering at her. It was mm-hmm. creepy as fuck. Yeah, well, I'm not even And gonna... the coach of every sport? Yeah, the coach of every sport. And the wood shop guy. <laughs> so every kid is crappy at every sport and only has one hand. Right. <laughs> if this guy is running those shows. So she runs into the bathroom to shave her legs in the sink, I guess. Only up to the knee. Right? Because that's what you do. Oh, I'm so stressed out about gymnastics. I got to shave my legs right now in the sink. <laughs> and then she's standing there awkwardly with her leg in the sink, right? She's like, this one's for you, coach. And I thought she was going to slit her own throat. Yeah, right. With the razor, right, from stress. But no, she just shaves her oh. leg again. Like, yeah, take that yeah. bastard. Yeah, these legs don't have any hair on them now, coach. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, but the killer's there, and he grabs a, what's supposed to be a fencing sword, and it's definitely not a fencing sword out of a coat closet, which is not where you keep fencing swords to begin with, but this is a real sword, and uh, pokes her in the throat. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty good special effect, uh, especially good. when it yeah. started squirting out the back. Yeah. She's like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she did. It was yeah. so funny. What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Well, like, what are you doing? Stop it. Like, fine, I don't even know you. you. <laughs> Elsewhere, uh, the music teacher, Liberace, is giving a recital to some teenage girls. Captain oh. McRapey is fucking yeah. warming up. <laughs> tickling the irons, getting ready to perform some felonies. Right, which she does because Dolores comes in and the other three scoot out, and he's like, hey, Dolores, you're not doing very good in my class. And she's like, I know what to do. And uh, she uh, she seduces him, quote, unquote. I don't think it's, uh, you know. She makes the grade, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <sighs> I thought this guy was going to die for sure. But he doesn't. So the principal, he's a real piece of work, too. Uh he has a relationship with his assistant named Blondie, which is actually not her nickname, but her first name as evidenced by other characters calling her Blondie. Yeah. Uh, he gives her a task that's going to take all night. I don't even know why we have to have this fucking scene, except for at the end of it where he opens up his drawer and he's got a knife collection. Is he the real killer? Kills apples, no. that's for sure. <laughs> I don't even think he ate that apple. He just sliced it up nice. So let me speed it, kind of speed us up here because there's a lot of nonsense that happens between now and the, the next murder. Like, we get the town cop who likes to get high by I, the campus, but, you who know. Who is this guy? I don't know. Yeah, like, this guy is supposed to be the law in this town, but he's just a druggie that keeps joints in a bullet. Uh-huh, and a gun. Right, and he threatens kids to make them run away and steal their pot. Yeah, we, that's what he does. We get introduced to Dolores's boyfriend, Greg, I guess. Who slept apparently with all of the chicks in town right. but won't sleep with her right. and she's like, "Give me that wiener." Right. And tries to grab at it. Yeah. 
So we're going to come back to them later. Yeah. And then we also get a weird scene with the music teacher who gets lured down to the boiler room uh-huh. so that somebody can play a tape of him having sex with one of his students. It has nothing to do with the killer. And then he's like, you little bastards. And then he has the tape recorder and that's it. Yeah. All this stuff has nothing to do with anything. Like there's a scene where Anne goes into the wood shop and she's like, you killed my sister, Coach George Michael, by pushing her too much. And he's like, well, you got to have faith. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. That's so dumb. All right. So let's just go ahead and skip to, to Ralph, I guess his name. Yeah. Is. Let's go to Ralph. Why, next. why is his name Ralph? Just because that's his like character's name. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh, how about that? I didn't pay that much attention. Uh, He's the football dude that Jackie likes so much, and he's just out for a jog in the park with the football and his pads in the spring. He's a little bit better at football than Tommy Wasau. Yeah, that's true. A little bit. Because he's practicing by tossing the ball lightly back and forth between his hands, which would be a good way to practice fumbling. Right, right, right. So he, uh, some girls... Some girls find him and they grab his football and they chuck it in the woods and the killer's got it because he just happened to be standing in the right perfect spot and catches the football and then manages to break the hilt off of his sword or stitch it into the football somehow. But he turns the football into a sword football and throws it back to Ralph who catches it in the tummy. Mm, First and dead. (laughs) (laughs) I was going with that. That'll move the chains. Because you didn't fumble that time. That has nothing to do with him dying. There's no. Yeah, because he catches it and he can't let go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now he can't fumble it. There you go. Yeah, that's okay. My jokes are just off. I think I have heat stroke. Yeah, you might. Um, Sunburn really bad. uh, Too bad Scott Norwood's not the killer. Because he would have missed. Anybody? Wide right. Yeah, right, right. Anybody remember Scott Norwood? No? Okay. All right. Um, so he's dead. Uh then Kevin and some other dude put on a fucking honky tonk concert about the graduation day blues in the cafeteria. That's a pretty cool scene. Who is this other guy? I, I couldn't find know. the other guy. He's not listed. I He's another 40-year-old that snuck onto the set. Yeah, might be. And it's weird because um, <clears throat> the Kevin is back behind the guy who's playing the, the strum and the guitar, right, uh-huh. and singing, and he's just kind of humping the air behind him. Yeah, that's how you do when you have the, it, honk, when the graduation day blues. That's the dance. It looks like that he's just sort of tonguing his harmonica periodically and then dry humping the back of the guitarist's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what the shot makes it look like. Yeah, he's having a good time after his uh, love of his life died. Remember from the beginning of the movie, guys? Yeah, she just died like a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's well, having a great time. Well, in his defense, she isn't much to look at. Well, neither's he. I think they're. I think no, they're he's an a even gargoyle. Match. Yeah, I think she's way out of his league. Yeah, actually, yeah, he is a gargoyle. Good call, Sam. Then suddenly, the school has a roller derby inside of it, or not a roller derby, but a roller rink. That only half the people have roller skates. <laughs> so uh, if you didn't get a pair of roller skates, you have to run around in a circle with everybody else. And so, the band that is playing is the worst. 
So this is a real band. I'm sure. This is this is the band is called Felony. Okay, this is their it's an big LA break. band. The singer and the guitarist are brothers. They're the only consistent members. Their big mistake was they didn't take any money to do this and they didn't take any royalties. So the most money that they would have ever made in their band's career was from this movie. They did have a you know a number of albums because of this movie, uh-huh. and they kicked around for a long time. But had they taken the money from this movie, they probably would have been set. Right, but because uh, uh, you know what, I'm not going to buy their album. I'll just go ahead and say that I'm not going to contribute to their success because gangster rock sucks. I couldn't tell it was gangster rock until I had to go to the end of credits to see. I thought it was the gates of rock. <laughs> Because <laughs> I couldn't be understand title. any of the other lyrics, and I was like, this is dumb. So if you go to the gates of the rock, and then you walk through the gates of rock, then, you know, rock, I guess. Yeah, you, then you can rock. Uh, <laughs> no, it's gangster rock. Yeah, gangster rock. Because they're rock. dressed like gangsters. They're they If their name is <clears throat> Felony, and they're dressed like gangsters, and their song is gangster rock, they're a fucking gimmick band, and they blow. This is also the 12-minute version of oh, Gangster Rock, God. and we get to do the whole thing. And it's just the two verses over and over and over again. Yeah, I thought they sang the same two verses four times. Right. Like, oh, now we're hitting the bridge. Nope, that's the second verse, dude. You're doing it again. This is just your minute-and-a-half song on fucking loop. You guys blow. Uh, I think this is the worst song we've had on any of our episodes. <laughs> I hated Gangster Rock. Really? Yeah. It's pretty bad. It sucks. And anyway. they were really trying to make the band look fancy and right? cool with some of the camera work and, you know, like going in and out and flashing lights around them and stuff. It's like, no, they just look like fucking idiots. It looks like if your dads were trying to set up a rock band, like, Later in life, and they're like, I really missed my opportunity because I had kids when I was young, and now I'm ready to rock because you guys are old enough to take care of yourselves. But you call ourselves in... the Flaming Dicks. Yeah, they're all thematically from different bands. Yeah. Got a guy in a suit, a guy dressed up like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> a guy dressed up in like a hot Alice dog Cooper. inflatable. <laughs> a T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like that when they have the wide shots of these guys... Um, only half of them are pretending to play like the lead singer's doing his thing. The guitarist is doing his thing. The drummer's just looking around with his sticks up by his face. And the keyboardist guy is also doing the same thing. Like what are we? I thought you said cut. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple times where the guitarist, they cut back and forth and they cut to the guitarist and he's, he's quit playing right? like he thinks they're cut and they just have no idea that they're supposed to like. Pretend to play if the music's on. And, and Gary, the, the lead man's like, come on, Gary, this is our big shot. Try do better. <laughs> it is. It was their big shot. <laughs> right. They didn't think that. Only an idiot would have thought that when you're on the set. But as it turns out, that idiot was right. <sighs> well, out in the park, Dolores and her boyfriend are getting sorted to uh, much hilarity because uh, the dude's head comes off pretty nicely and then she's chased around uh, in very comedic fashion, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. She does a good job hiding until that fucking dog outed her. Yeah. 
So at least we know that the killer isn't the gangster rock guys. <laughs> yeah. In, Eliminated in, all five of those guys. In this one, they're also like, I'm fairly convinced that they're not going to be able to turn the killer into the girl at this point because it's clearly a man. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple other shots where I'm like, oh, it could be just a man in there and they're trying to fool you and it's a lady or something. But also by this point, you already know that's Kevin, so it doesn't fucking matter. Right, uh, right. But they're not going to be able to switch to her at this point because it is clearly a man in a jogging suit. Yeah. Yeah. When his wiener starts bouncing, when he's running after people, it's a pretty clear sign. Did you guys notice the little balls? It's a male plane. Uh, So... There's a detective now involved who's uh, coming in and like, hey, I don't give a shit about these teenagers. They're not dead. They're out banging someplace. I'm just here to ask questions, get answers or some shit. What color is your suit, detective? Mango? (laughs) (laughs) And he's being weird like he's in a hospital. Like, you know, people don't like to go to the hospital. That's how he's acting about the school. Right. Yeah. And when he's talking to the principal, he's like, I don't care about these little bastards. And the principal's like, good. why are they doing this to me? They're trying to ruin my graduation party. I, I hate children. I hate them, is yeah. what the principal is like. <laughs> they both hate kids. And they're like, you know what? They're going to end up in a ditch somewhere. Are it's you fine. my soulmate? That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they don't because they're dicks to each other. <laughs> right. They're like super. There's a lot of animosity. And after this animosity, the principal's like, fuck it, sit down. And the guy's like, all right, I'll sit down. <laughs> it's a weird scene. Uh, well, outside, uh, Pole Vault Dave is who, what I'm going to call him. I he couldn't really... find this. What's I that? wanted to make sure that this is, because it looks like the guy that gets shot at the end of Dumb and Dumber by late Christmas. But I couldn't <laughs> find out if it was the same guy. He's got a gun. Pole Vault Dave is graduating tomorrow. <laughs> Doesn't need to pole vault ever again, probably. And so he's going to he, give it one last go. He really wants to win a trophy. He's like prepping and stressing hard about pole vaulting. And he's flashing back into the trophy case in the hallway of the school. He's like, yeah, I'm going to win that trophy. Dude, you're done. You, Yeah. It's over. Two weeks ago was the last track meet, brother. Yeah. What that are was you only doing? if you made it to state. And the sad thing is, is he really can't win a trophy. Because he's dead now. <laughs> no trophy for you, Pole Vault Dave. You're dead. I like that there was a spike that was like right up through his knee, too. Yeah, the, the mat that you've fallen was spiked by the killer. Because he had, like, how long did it take to set that up, killer guy? Probably four or five hours. Right? <laughs> you know, he's working late. <laughs> Yeah, so now the coach has been fired at some point. I don't know when that happened. Uh, but the detective now is like, hey, I want to talk to you about those track kids on your track team. And he's like, uh, uh, no, uh, they're nothing. Uh, if you don't know, I don't even have a track team anymore. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you're a real piece of work, buster. And then they both leave. And the coach has gloves and a stopwatch. Is he the real killer? Yeah. No. Apparently, these gloves were on sale somewhere because everybody's, everybody's got, got a fucking yeah. pair of them. Everybody's got fucking OJ gloves in this movie. Marino was selling the isotoners hard. Actually, not <laughs> not yet. He's not, I don't think he gets drafted until the year after this. Right. Uh, so, Joanne and Cindy, they find, uh, they find Sally stuffed in the locker. And the coach comes in 
uh, I guess he heard him scream and he grabs the sword is like, Hey, here's the murder weapon. I should grab immediately. And they start screaming and running away. So everybody thinks that the coach is the killer and uh, the detective comes in and Kevin comes in and the Kevin and the coach are wrestling and Kevin gets his ass beat by the, by the coach pretty good. And the coach runs out of the building and into the park and Kevin chases him. And the police officer detective mango suit sort of chases him, but then gets a side ache after mm-hmm. about 12 steps. And he's just mm-hmm. like, Ooh, ah, yeah, I'm just going to walk this one out. Yeah. As I told Good the dog while work. we were watching this movie, Sam, I was like, uh, Speedy, this is before they had actual agility tests for police. Yeah, physical requirements. Yeah. Because he looks like he just, like, he ate some tacos for lunch, and they are coming back up. Yep. And she's, Anne's out there outrunning him in high heels. She's in the Navy. You don't run in the Navy, do you? Like, you have your post, and you just go to it. I don't know. I don't know that much about the Navy. They sprint back and forth from either end of the boat. Yeah, right. It's a... It's a track and meet on the battleship. A lot of a lot of men don't hit the brakes in time and just go right off the edge. What happens if you fall off a battleship? Uh, I don't think you make it. They're like uh, 60 yeah, feet up. The carrier is supposedly like you can die just from the impact. Right. Uh, Ew. Yeah. Yeah, they, that would suck. Or they just throw one of those rings to you and say, we'll see you on the way back. They just pull you along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get up on your feet and do a little fun skiing behind it. The Navy's fun. Yeah. We're going to war! <laughs> Blast some Dick Dale out of the back while right? you're barefooting in the ocean. Yeah. Doing a 360 over a shark. <laughs> <laughs> The Navy does sound fun. You're a loose cannon, Maverick. Now watch me crush these waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Kevin catches up to him. Uh, he gets his ass kicked again. Kevin's not much of a fighter. No. Uh, but then uh, the cop runs up and he sees the coach. Uh, got He's got Kevin's knife and Kevin has confessed to us by this point. Oh, it was Kevin this whole time. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and the, the cop is like coach Michaels and coach Michaels looks up and then he just shoots him, just shoots him. Yeah. Just shoots him twice. He's dead. Why did you call his name? To make sure that you, he was looking at you. You don't want to shoot a man in the back or, you know, like accidentally hit him in the forehead. Um, you wanted him to see the eyes of his killer. Yeah. You shot that man. He's a murderous son of a bitch. He's like, this is the first murder I've had in five years because nothing ever fucking happens in this little dink shit town. Yeah, yeah. I got to make it count. Oh, man. Okay. I, hate, I hate coming to high schools because all those statutory rape allegations I got to shake for the next three years. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's all wrapped up. Everybody thinks everybody's safe. And Anne goes over to Kevin's house to look for Laura's trophy. Like, uh, Kevin took that home? Weird. I'll, I'll go get my trophy that my sister won on the day she died. I better have that. And uh, she finds, she finds, she doesn't find the trophy. She finds Laura, her sister upstairs, a la psycho. But her eyes are kind of bulged out, which what, makes me believe that uh, the trophy is up her butt. 
<laughs> he has awarded the trophy exo uh, facto. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, posthumously, I award this trophy to your posterior. <laughs> and there's like, there's no room for it, so the only thing that it can push out is her eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, because her eyes but look weird. It's like a, the, the top of the trophy is like a big cup, so if none of that air gets trapped, it's just like shoving a plunger up somebody's ass. Of course their eyes are going <laughs> to pop out. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, yeah, no, she looks dumb. Like, that's, no, what? The, come on, man. She just looks like she has, like, like she got superpowers in her eyeballs. Like like she's fucking daredevil on day one. She's got toxic waste thrown in her face. <laughs> like what? That she died of a fucking blood clot. Her eyeballs yeah. didn't explode during it. No, she Maybe looks he's like been having Homelander. Sex with oh, she looks like Homelander burned her eyes out. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's true, Sam. We can forget my sex theory. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Um, so Kevin's like, yeah, I brought her home because somebody just put her in the ground. That was mean. She needs to be at home. So I killed all those other people because of question marks. Because they didn't want to talk about it. They did. They had literally had a funeral uh, awake. Uh, people came in from uh, Guam to be there. Uh, you know, it was kind of a deal. It was in the newspaper too, dude. So mm-hmm. try to maybe, you know, ask somebody. <laughs> they were just gonna leave her there. I mean, what was he supposed to do? I guess. Uh, so he's still gonna get married to her, uh-huh. uh, and do things to her corpse. Um, and uh, she, he's like, "You don't even love her. You won't kiss her on the face. You're not a good sister. I must kill you." And so they, he chases her around the room for a little bit, and then she pushes both of them out the fucking window. It's like she trips, and then the rocking chair decides to win the fight for everybody and just right. ejects them both out the window, and it's in, in slow pile. motion. Yeah. And she's like, oh, thank goodness, and goes downstairs. And as she's about to open the door, he just like walks through with her in his arms. I'm like, I guess he's okay. Right, and he doesn't even, like, blink at her. Like, he doesn't see no. her, but the door opened on its own power is according to... Well, how about that? The door opened up right for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's not a person standing next to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> She's like, then, hold on, I gotta, I'll kill you in a minute, but uh, her knee and her armor on backwards right now, and I gotta get that <laughs> sorted out. Uh, and then serious stupidness ensues. Like... She starts running away, and it's fucking terrible. She's acting like this overly distraught, has never ran before in her life, is not physically fit. Uh, she has the vapors. <laughs> she's, she's slow as shit. She's but slow as shit. She's, she's probably like twice as fast as her fucking sister. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, flashing in and out of her sister. Like, they're cutting the frames together of the day her sister died while she was running super hard. Uh, what? I thought she was also going to get a blood clot and die right. when she gets to the soccer field. Yeah, she gets to the track and field, or the track field, and then Kevin's just there. He's like, I walked here. Like, you are, you, your family is a family of slow runners. And uh, then she suddenly is has karate. <laughs> this is once we finally get a taste of that little Navy karate. They were they're warning right. us about at the beginning of the movie. And you're like, 
Well, you're a bit better than Jeannie Bell. A bit. A bit. Uh, a it's bit. pretty it's pretty funny because she's not moving fast while doing karate. It's no. bad. And like one time at one point she kicks him in the stomach and or I think she kicks him in the balls. Yeah. And <laughs> you can see in her face she's so concerned about actually kicking this guy in the balls. Like, I gotta really pull this back. <laughs> it so seems bad. She's moving at like the practice speed that you move in in choreography. Like she could just never get past that speed. Right. I guess we're just going to have to shoot it anyway. (sighs) But eventually she pushes him into the pole vault. Dave spikes that pole vault. Dave is still stuck to and he dies eventually. And that, Ends the movie with, uh, well, there's there's the denouement, which we learned that Ron is still a real bastard. <laughs> He's still just an asshole. Because <laughs> he comes in drunk. She's scared and thinks it's the undead Jason. But no, it's just your stepdad, Ron. With a with bottle em- of vodka, like he's going to brain you with it. It's empty. Right. I think he's coming in there like, yeah, to fill this up. <laughs> <laughs> and then his wife shows up and she's like you're too shit faced you need to go to bed he's like alright fine <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this or not but where they shot that wherever it was they had to shoot that they couldn't get an interior that had a door to another interior right? so they just had paper over the top of the fence next door like it was a hallway yep I did see that I was like ooh classy Oh, man. And then the next day she gets in a cab and drives back to the Navy, I guess. To another song by the band Felony. Oh, God damn it. Oh, man. Two of them. No, they had three. The the whole soundtrack was Felony. Oh, okay. It was ridiculous. And they didn't get any money for it. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of crappy. All right. Questions. Let's start with Sam. How could you do this to sports if you like, how do you, how could a person know this little about sports and then end up with the first, you know, 10 minutes of this movie? How is that possible? Yeah. There's there's somebody that knows that little about sports still or then whatever. Who's who's our sports guy? Get him in here. Uh, well, sir, he's, uh, no, I don't know. I don't have a joke for that, but uh, he's our pro and he's. Never played sports before, so. Yeah, it's like, the, the it's not even a joke. It's too obscure, but it's like, who's our sports pro? Casper Hauser? Yeah, that's too, that's too obscure. <laughs> uh, um, Jackie, question? So, <clears throat> did they bury him together to save money? Because it seems like... Um, did they bury him at all? Last we see of Laura, she's just in a pile on the ground. <laughs> It kind of seems like she doesn't report it to the police. Right. Cause she, and these kids are just dead underneath the bleachers. And she's like, fuck it. I got to get back to Guam. After the whole thing, the mom doesn't say anything about the wacky adventure she's just had. It's like, oh, well, it was nice to see you. I hope you enjoyed your stay. Did you like the turkey and the, the fruitcake I made? Bye. Yeah. Not, did, did nobody notice that the body was gone? Not, I can't believe that guy tried to kill you and dug up your sister. Now we have to have an old another funeral. And also this family is destroyed for all time. Well, that's Ron's fault. He's a dickhead. Right? <laughs> yeah, Ron already fucked up that family. So this is no big deal to them. 
Well, you know, Ron was just jealous because he wanted to get the trophy. Right? And fill it full of vodka. <laughs> and then drink it like, I'm a track star. Look at me run through the house. Oh, fuck, I tripped on a carpet and hit my head. Not to worry, I'll just put some vodka on it. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, no, they don't bury either of them, Jackie. They're just still right where they died. <laughs> the gymnast is still in the shower room at the school. Yep. They might do something about it next school year, but school's out for the summer. Yep. Everybody's gone. They're kind of hoping that the rats just take care of it. Yeah. What about the cop? Does the cop ever get in trouble for shooting the wrong guy? No, because nobody told him it was the wrong guy. That's still the right guy. <laughs> right. There's just some yeah. other missing people. Things are unresolved, and that's fine. His job is done. He gets to leave the high school. School's out for summer. <laughs> <laughs> if, if someone had said something, would he have gotten in trouble, though? <laughs> no. No, probably no. not, because of all of the statutory rape he's been skirting for years and the reasons <laughs> that he hates school so much. Ew. So do you think that the class rankings for some of the lower ranking students kind of went up a little bit because now they can put that on their college applications because they get bumped up in rank. But what rank? Your school didn't rank you guys. Rank? Yeah. Like you're number one? <laughs> yeah. What? That's horrible. Yeah. You get ranked and we you know, have somebody drops out or whatever. Ranking. Your rank they goes up did... if you're at the bottom. No, we didn't do that. No. There's not enough people to do it that way. And still, dude, that's not really very cool. Like, It's just something to put on your college applications and to let you know that you were a fucking loser. <laughs> right. Like, no, that's, ugh, dude, that's, no, that is hey, not how you judge people. Being a part of National Honor Society has gotten me two cookies twice in my fucking life. Right. Yeah. That that's is all nice. you will ever get. That's all you'll ever get. That's dude. No. it. That's just, oh, God, fuck high school. Um, no, oh, what was my fucking, I don't have another question, I don't think. Uh, anybody else? They still going to do the graduation, do you think? <laughs> did they, did, did graduation day actually ever happen? Because twice in a row, two weeks in a row for the movie, the title does not go in the film anywhere. Graduation day does not happen in this movie. I I can't say that it ever happened. She just leaves town after her stepdad gets drunk again. Right. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want the trophy now. She's like, just let it where it lies. <laughs> I know where it's been. <laughs> I don't want it now. Um, do they rebuild the track team next year? <laughs> well, they were all seniors anyway, so yeah. they were they were in a bad they were in a tight spot with the track team. To be real honest. There's only six of them, and they were all graduating. Next year looks rough. Looks rough. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we wrap this up with final recommendations, guys? Um, I'm going to give it a don't. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. It was way too formulaic. And the stuff that does happen, uh, you've just seen in every other slasher movie. So you can skip this one from me. Jackie. Sam. Sorry. I actually am going to give it a do. I had fun okay. with it. It's really stupid, and 
I don't know that everyone's going to feel the same way, but the 12 minute version of Gates of Rap, which is apparently gangster <laughs> rap, I found to be one of the more amusing things that has happened to me this week. I was laughing my ass off because I was like, man, this these guys suck. And they're just leaving them up there for an extended version of their not hit song. Right. Okay. Jackie. I'm going to give it a do just because I liked Ron so much. <laughs> you were a bitch when you ran. Give me the vodka. Right. Oh, shit, Sherlock. I just no. really liked Ron. He really, like, he came in just the right moments in the movie to really Ron, kind of make Ron you smile. Ron definitely was like. You don't fit in this movie, but somehow you fit really well into this movie. So, yeah, Ron's good. And the naked statue. You got to see the house with the naked statues in it. Okay. Because it's weird. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough to bring me into the movie. But um, anyways, that's uh, still a majority too. So there you go. So it's my pick next week. Uh, I'm going to pull a, an old uh, streaming do's and don'ts out of the hat that I don't think Sam has seen and jump back into the genre that is shitty shark movies. And do The Last Shark uh, out of Italy, directed by Enzo Castellari. So he's drunk, and he eats a lot of cheese, and he gets gout in one of his fins. Yeah, it's it's a tragedy. It's actually, like, uh, as sad as, uh, you know, uh, the uh, running movie. God damn it. Chariots of Fire, you know? Yeah, so watch that. Uh, it's on Prime, and it's free, and you'll like it. Uh, so have fun with The Last Shark this week. And it eats pasta. Yep. I'm just making that up. I don't know if any of that's true. Oh, because it's Italian? Racist. Um, Any final thoughts there, Sammy? Well, I'm excited to have Enzo back on the program next week. Yeah, okay. It's been a while. We'll see if he's uh, found a lad of his liking and cast him as the lead, despite his complete lack of acting, which is usually what happens in a Castellari movie, is that he's like, oh, that kid right there is sexy. He's the lead. And then you're like, (laughs) what? He can't even walk and talk at the same time. Uh, Yeah, expect some banana business next week on that. So uh, enjoy your week, guys. We got another uh, Corona Sode coming out on Thursday, uh, and we'll have some big news on that one. So uh, have a good week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.